Hey, everybody. Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. Holy shit, what a weekend I had. I did the roast of Big Poppy in Boston, Massachusetts at the House of Blues. It was me, Bill Burr, Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots, Dustin Pedroia from the Boston Red Sox, Lenny Clark, legendary comedian, Sarah Tiana, hilarious from all the roasts, my boy Josh Wolf. Um, uh, Anthony Mackie from uh, the Falcon and the Avengers movies, been in Eight Miles, been in everything. Um, and Jonathan Coachman from ESPN. And uh, fuck, I think that was about it. It was an unreal night. And then we got to go to Big Poppy's, uh, David Ortiz's Jersey retirement game at Fenway the next night. Uh, big shout out to my boy Josh Wolf for getting me involved. And my friend Jen Aspinall, who came, she was the makeup lady for Mad TV, she's done it for SNL. I flew her out. She did me up like an old Yankee fan, and people said I was unrecognizable. I accosted Bill Burr in the lobby when I was in full makeup, and I was like, Bill, I got some great ideas for your, uh, for your cartoon. He goes, buddy, come on, fucking take it easy, come on. And then I was like, Bill, it's me. He goes, holy fucking shit. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. So Jen really did me up, and uh, it was unbelievable. I, the roasts are not my thing, but doing it as a character, it was able to really have a lot more fun and, and hide behind all that makeup and... And, you know, still taking the jokes from other people. It's still not an easy thing to do, but mad respect for the people that are the best at this. Uh, so much fun. An unforgettable weekend. And uh, I will uh, break it down more, hopefully, with uh, Anthony Mackey here on the podcast soon. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, today's episode is Brad and Adam. We haven't done a Brad and Adam episode in a long time. So just me and Brad, old school style. Uh, and it was super fun. We talked uh, weddings. We talked... I don't even remember what we talked, but it was it was just so fun. You know, it's just we, we Brad and I could literally do probably five hour podcasts if it was just him and I. Uh, so a lot of fun. Enjoy the hell out of this one and uh, and follow Brad on Twitter at funny Brad, me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Alan Podcast, at Alan Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. This weekend I'm at the Parlor Live, baby. Finally, hometown shows. Haven't been there in over two years. Bring in Josh Adam Myers from the goddamn comedy jam. Uh, and my boy Avery Pearson to do uh, music for the first time in Seattle. I'm really pumped. Uh, so the shows are Thursday, June 29th through July 1st. Saturday, get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Uh, and also listen to me. I'll be doing some Seattle press this week. I'll be on Brock and Salk, the sports radio show, Friday, 9 a.m. And I'll be on Bob Graz and Tom Thursday at 1 p.m. Uh, Brad Williams this weekend will be in Boulder, Colorado on uh, Wednesday uh, at the da- uh, Dairy Center for the Arts. And then June 29th, he'll be at the Comedy Works South um, uh, doing a show June 29th. That's Thursday. So go see Brad. All of his dates at bradwilliamscomedy.com. All my dates at adamraytv.com. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for uh, merch and past episodes. Like I said, we've got a new site and merch store coming in the next month. Really pumped about that. Uh, Going to have a lot of new shit. Beanies, hoodies. It's going to be fucking great. Um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends wherever you get it. Stitcher, Android, iPhone. But uh, subscribe on iTunes and comment on the iTunes page. Leave a five-star rating. We'll read some comments like we've been doing every few episodes and uh, give you guys a shout-out for some free merch. Speaking of shout-outs, I want to give a shout-out to one of the managers at Laugh Boston, Sam Shehab. Uh, big ALN listener. Uh, this dude's so cool. We ran all our roast jokes at Laugh Boston um, the night before the roast just to get a gauge on uh, all our material, which was a lot of fun. Burr just did an amazing 40 minutes of new material, which was insane. But uh, Sam is one of the managers at Laugh Boston and was so fucking cool and, and was uh, telling me how he's been listening from the get-go. And, uh, you know, again, it's just cool to meet pod fans, especially ones that are that chill and uh, and complimentary. So, Sam, you're the man. It was great to meet you. I hope to see you soon when I come back out to Lap Boston. And uh, 
Shoot me an email at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com and we'll send you some ALN merch. All right, dog? Fuck yeah. Um, so many great apps coming up, man. Mike Henry, the voice of Cleveland from Family Guy. Uh, Anthony Mackie, like I said, uh, from the Avengers and Our Brand is Crisis and 8 Mile and uh, Captain America and, and uh, so many things. Um, what else? Who else is coming up? Uh, Tom Papa. Um, oh, locked in my girl Sandy Bullock. Not till next summer, but we locked her in for when the Oceans movie comes out. That's unreal to me. Unreal. So I know it's, it'll be over about, about a year from now. Sandra Bullock on the podcast. Pretty fucking cool. Uh, anyway, want to get right into the episode. Make sure you subscribed. A lot of great episodes coming this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, Kyle Mooney from SNL, Wayne Fetterman, Chris D'Elia is coming back on. All right, now that we've got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, sit back, relax, enjoy a brand new episode of the Battle Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. I just had an audition for a dramatic movie. Adam Ray, dramatic actor. Coming this summer. Please tell me you had to do one of the dramatic acting quips from uh, Alec Baldwin's School of Dramatic Acting on Saturday Night Live. Did you have to take off the glasses and oh deliver God. some news? Oh, my God. Did you have to answer the phone and say, what? I can't do that, Mr. President, and then like hang up the phone, or what? Uh, or what? What was it? Well, I added those lines, which is probably why I will not get the part. <laughs> like, so this is about a guy and his wife struggling to have a baby. I can't do it, Mr. President. <laughs> like, um, the president's not in the here. President had no uh, effect or uh, concern about yeah. your baby uh, having abilities. But what's so funny about what you just said? Yeah, is I I wore my glasses, and because. It was, it was, you know, it was a pretty heavy scene, and I was like, All right, at some point, I'm going to take him off and like do a line. <laughs> and like, that's so funny. And I forgot to do it, and yeah. I walked out and went, oh, fuck. But then I was like, it, it, in my head, I was like, it would have looked, I mean, I felt like it was a really good read. I felt, I was just telling you before this, like, I feel really locked in with dramatic stuff because, fuck, man, I went to a four-year fucking conservatory where I was doing it yeah. nine hours a day, and then yeah. to London, it's like, it's in my pocket. It's right. just like... You know, you have to get the comedy, your agents and just how the business sees you, too. It's like tougher to get into, you know, dramatic rooms if all you have is comedy on your resume. Sure. It's the, uh, you know, it's it's just what people know you for. They're like, what? He, he and which is always amazing to me when people are surprised when comedians can do dramatic acting. Yeah. Like, uh, who are some of the best that have made I mean, the transition? I mean, uh, I mean, Steve Martin, uh, Jim Carrey, Sandler, uh, Sandler yeah, uh, Galifianakis, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean kind of, I mean, and those sound crazy, but they've all played dramatic roles. <laughs> Kristen I know, Wig, Kristen Wig, I know Louis C.K. had that part <laughs> in, uh, Trumbo and also a Louis Allen, uh, Louis Allen, Woody Allen movie. Uh, so yeah, it's like comics can do that because, yo, Bill Murray. Dude, amazing. Maybe one of the best. Because comedians, when we're on stage, certainly, are playing dramatic roles. We're playing, we're acting out dramatic roles. We're yeah. talking about dramatic topics. So it should really come as no surprise. People are just like, what? I thought only, I thought he could only tell jokes. That's, 
That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you the told un- and you told me that uh like now weirder stranger audition room. A a comedic part or a dramatic part? Cuz I haven't really gone out for dramatic roles. Um, so I'm curious about <clears> this. <throat> Great question. I think it's almost <clears throat> I I mean I would say neither and say a commercial casting room. Oh, commercial casting rooms are the weirdest. Because it's the, well, the yeah. script and what's being done is always the weirdest. Where it's like, yeah. it's like a, a Tide commercial, but you're going to be juggling something. and as a, Or as a, a Pepsi commercial where you're a kid and you're going to be tap dancing. Yeah. Or a Hanes, <clears throat> excuse me, a Hanes commercial where you're going to be miming. I mean, so people are just weird. And more people know each other in commercial casting uh, yeah. like waiting rooms. It, my the, oh, Commercial casting waiting rooms are one of my favorite places to go to in Hollywood. Because for this reason, because normally when you go to a commercial casting place, there's it's usually being casted in a place where there's like eight commercials going on at once. Yep. And you can walk into these rooms and you can tell by looking around exactly what part they asked for. Yep. Like you look like, okay, they wanted a cougar. They want a football player. They want a midget. They want a hip hop dancer. All (laughs) right. Boom. And you just like you just know that because you look and like. You think you're such an individual in Hollywood until you get cast in a commercial or you, you go out because then you show up for a commercial casting and you're like, you go, oh. hey, that guy, that guy kind of looks like me, but different. Like different. Hey, that guy kind of looks like me, but better. Hey, that guy kind of <laughs> looks like me, but that is me. I'm yeah. looking in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like it, it, it's definitely like you're walking into some sort of uh, bizarro world. Like uh, I know uh, not to talk about my nerdiness too much but like but like bizarro superman is just like superman with a mustache like it, it's just really? yeah it's it, it's just it's kind of there but not quite and that's what these commercial uh these commercial auditions look like i would just think because like comedic actors i've been in rooms for that and we're not like warming up we're not like like no. I, I i i don't see a comic like shadow boxing in the corner before he delivers the hilarious punchline for his audition. Comedians like, usually keep it pretty loose. But, yeah. But what I did notice was a lot of new actors. You know, I, I could hear okay. uh, he was dropping a lot of conversations between gals that were like, yeah, I know I just got here a few months ago. No, it's, it's, it's scary. It's scary. I will say that, but it's, um, you know, it's look, I'm, I'm very optimistic. It's like, I was, you know, I did a bunch of theater in high school. So like, it's pretty much, that's pretty much what Hollywood is. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> There's that great David Cross joke where he goes, he goes, you know, Hollywood, it's so big and, and then, and so big and you come out and everyone comes out with all these dreams. And I was in, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, the 12th grade production of Brigadoon and I played, you know, Annie M and in Wizard of Oz and I come out of Hollywood and here I am and I was a big fish in a small sea and now I'm a small fish in a big sea, but there's Hollywood and there's a walk of fame and there's Universal Studios and it's exciting. And then, and then one day, you know, and then just cut to 12 years later and just, you know, uh, okay, but just. Don't don't get it in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as crazy as that sounds. Hey, yeah. and, and guess what? For men and women, okay? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like I, uh, uh, you know, from being in this business a while, you also too, and a while is, you know, 10 plus years, which I feel like yeah. is a significant amount of time. It ain't like the, the you know, we just had David Salzman on, uh, which, uh, you know, the creator of Mad TV and, 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 you know, a guy who's been in the business 50 plus years. You got yeah. stories, but 10 plus years is enough time to, collect enough uh, information and experiences and observations and it's like dude both guys and girls get sucked in to the hole that is the oh, Hollywood opportunity it's and, crazy and sometimes it's a glory hole but like it's <laughs> but uh, but this audition room was one girl at one point I was telling you this is always great when somebody does something to like it's like it's like Johnny Drama's like hoo right? yeah, 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 yeah he starts like doing the, yeah but he does yeah, that in the room he, he, yeah he had that routine 
But if you're doing your routine in the waiting room and you go for it, this yeah. one girl stood up, started doing jumpy jacks, then she started running in place. Hey, oh, if there's not a Nintendo trackpad below you, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're doing. <laughs> so, oh god, I remember the trackpad. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, and, and, and in order to beat the computer in track, you 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 wouldn't run on it. You would get you would get down your knees and like smack it with your hands because yeah. that was the only way you can get to go that yeah. fast. Just like in Duck Hunt, you would press the gun up against the TV. Fuck yeah, fuck that duck. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, fuck that duck from the makers of Hungry Hungry Hippo. Come fuck that duck. Fuck that dog. It's up to you whether to. Fuck the duck or fuck the duck, meaning like shoot that duck. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but so she starts running in place. Oh, my God. And then everyone just slowly like looks up from their sides and just like looks over. And then mm-hmm. we all and then I start checking in with people. And then we kind of smile at each other and look back. And then part of me goes, one woman started laughing like really hard and pointing. And I was yeah. like, fuck you, bitch. Because yeah. you know what? It's her process. Like, and part of me sure. goes, part of me goes, not a fa- I mean, look, a little distracting. Yeah, if you're so protective of your waiting room ritual, then go stand outside because yeah. there's a lot of people and a lot of everyone coming from different places. And some people are going to be like, I'm going to run in place to get myself ready for this role. Yeah. And part of me respected the, uh, the mojo to just fucking do that and look that crazy and weird. And then right. sit down right after, like, like you didn't just run in place. Like nothing's happening. Like what? And you don't run in place <clears throat> yeah. before doing a dramatic yeah. acting role. Now, did the scene call for <clears throat> you to be out of breath? Because then, because then it would make sense. It would make sense right before you went in, but yeah. also do that in the room. Yeah, because guess what? You're gonna probably regain composure. Yeah, between, from between running in place and walking to the room and right. having to slate your name and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe it was method. Maybe she was just. <laughs> She's like, well, my character's gonna be really tired. Just, yeah. just really tired. Have you seen any really crazy like pre-audition rituals or? Oh yeah, like and this goes back to the commercial auditions because commercial auditions, on average, you're doing the simplest move imaginable. Because remember, every part in a commercial there there was an audition for that right down to the person who's uh at, who walks up to the counter and goes, "I'll take two. Like that, a hundred people read to do that and. I remember um, it, it was a commercial I actually got. It was a uh, Bud Light commercial where uh, <laughs> me and uh, a bunch of little people are playing gnomes. Uh, that uh, Here's the thing for the commercial. Someone someone walks in and goes, hey, uh, thanks for inviting us to the party. Love the garden gnomes you, ha- you, ha- you have outside. And then one person goes, oh, wait, garden gnomes? Wait, what are you talking about? And then all the garden gnomes come to life and go do it and then we all come alive and we all grab the bud light and then we and then we run out <laughs> which i really want that to happen in real life i really kind of want to do that uh be on a set of uh like an emily radikowski or a kate upton movie and, and just be like okay well you got a you got a garden gnome in your shower that's weird and then, they're on to us <laughs> and, then just, and then just run out because <laughs> i think oh, i think that's a great God. concept uh, but then before we went into the audition, yeah. there was a guy literally prepping by like, he, this one dwarf would stand by the door and when other people would walk in, he would come alive and like scare them. And for, and not just for fun. He's like, oh no, I'm doing this to prep for, for my audition. Oh my God. And again, dude, I, I don't know. It's the, this business is so uncertain and so flimsy that like. However, you need to get it done. Get it done. You know, yeah. like I, somebody famous said that. I don't know if it was Martha Stewart or Tom Hanks, but, but <laughs> one of those, <laughs> possibly. Andy they're Dick. constantly Who speaking knows? in the same yeah. tone and sure. the, and with the same morals. But yeah. like where it was like you know like well Hanks was talking about I think Heath Ledger's 
Joker performance and how just like, you know, he like he could had to go all in to to fucking be there and Absolutely. like. But Hanks was like, yeah, with Gump, like, no nah, man, like I you know I I could break and not be Gump and yeah. shoot the shit at craft service. But there were some days or some scenes where it was like I couldn't see anybody while I was doing it, and I had to like go right to set, and I was in care. I just needed to be in character, and I found for the small things I've done that character wise for acting scenes uh, when I was in college, where it was like, yeah, I couldn't, and it's not like I thought like I was trying to be weird or trying to be cool with the process. It was like literally like I if I was locked in, I woke up and I spent a lot of time really sitting in that with those circumstances and as that character, yeah. I couldn't be distracted on my way to class. So it was like, if I saw my buddy and he started shooting the shit about something, like it broke me. So I was yeah. like, I need to like, just go right to it. And just, and, and you know, you know, but that sounds like a hoity toity, like, Oh, you just, you're so, you know what no, I'm saying? And but, uh, I, I know that you did that when you were, when you got that part in workaholics and you played a frat guy with uh, uh what, what was it? Danny Danza, Danny Danza, Danny Danza, and uh, yeah, you you were you were I mean you were Danny Danza that week. I uh, I lost my buddy, uh, and Danny Danza Hilarious. answered the door. You would uh, you would be like, For hey bro, you want to watch uh, you want to watch my uncle on TV? I'm like, what are you talking about? Your uncle's on TV? Yeah, Tony Danza. I'm like, oh, oh god, god, he's gone. I've lost him. I wonder, yeah, what's, I wonder if there are people who are like for a two-line guest star or co-star if they're like, <laughs> take it that seriously. Probably, I, man. I wonder if Flo, the progressive girl, just is always... The, no, she's phoning that in. She's on autopilot at this point. <laughs> How much money do you think she's actually making from those corners? Oh, God. I, I hope all. I hope just all the money. The, the one, and I think you talk about this in your act a little bit, the one that's uh, fucking me up is the, uh, is the uh, Verizon guy. Yeah. Yeah. God, you know what? I still feel really bad. I told you, I think, I, when I was doing Mad TV and I had to rush to a studio in Deep in the Valley we were shooting, and uh, and there was only a studio nearby, and I had to do Hyundai, and uh, and I go over there, and he's there also doing voiceover work, probably for Verizon. And dude, yeah. to this day, I fucking regret it, because you know me and just like, you don't ask, you don't get, right. approaching people. Like Barry Katz instilled that in me too. At least double, double. He doubled down on it as mm -hmm. far as when I saw Alfred Molina at a coffee bean, and I didn't go up to him. And he goes, "What's the worst that would have happened? You would ask him <laughs> to do the podcast. He would have said no." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I should have." Yeah. So when I see the Verizon guy walking out, and he's in sweats and a T-shirt, you know, which part of me was like, first of all, how really, you, man? Not how, like a, a velour jumpsuit. How do you recognize him? Yeah. Well, you know me in faces. Oh yeah. I could not see you. After today for 25 years. Well, All right, to, well, bad to example. be fair, <laughs> when, when a midget walks up, you'd be like, well, there's about a one in five yeah. shot. It's Brad. So, well, I did. So, all right, good point. So, I don't know. His glasses. Oh, okay. He got that trademark look, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't, he was, can you hear me now? Yeah. So, so and for all, for all those damn commercials. There's a handful of commercial guys that um, I think are really that have made like flow the progressive like yeah. what's the top five of all time commercial from at least like the 90s of people that had a campaign run that like the, like the starting lineup of commercial all-stars well first of all i would put the old dancing man from the six flags commercials that who loved the fuck out of the venga boys that guy was great <laughs> that guy was great <laughs> that 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 made me want to go to six flags i'm like wait if you go to this park there's an old man dancing and the venga boys are playing yeah i'm all about it man <laughs> sign me up like i'm i can't even get on half the fucking roller coasters but i don't give a shit he <laughs> he looks like he's having fun <laughs> Commercial spokesman. Oh man! Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was so, there was. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of 
ones from back in that day. Like, because I'm, I'm really familiar with the ones now, obviously, you know, where you'd be Flow or uh, a lot of them are insurance now that I think really? about it. I guess the Allstate guy, but I know. The Seven Up Yours? Orlando, um, not oh, Orlando Bloom. Well, was, Orlando Jones. Well, was Godfrey first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, <clears throat> it was our buddy Godfrey. So, yeah, I would, uh, he, he was a good one. Absolutely. That's the kind of like, I would love that kind of gig. Some, oh, Fabio. Some, can't believe it's not butter. Spray. That was classic. Yeah. That was just, it's Fabio. I mean, come on, guy. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing on from October. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Top 20 of the most recognizable commercial actors. Oh, yeah. Dean Winters, the guy Dean who played Winters. Tina Fey's boyfriend in 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Doing all those Allstate commercials. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Vince Offer from the ShamWow and Slap Chop. Well, sure. Vince. Carly Folks, the T-Mobile girl. Wait, show me, show me, show me the T-Mobile girl. Who's the T? Oh, that hottie. I remember the T-Mobile girl. Yeah, she was like the T-Mobile girl for like two or three years. Yep. And now Jerry Lambert from uh, PlayStation. I mean, I, yeah, the white guy. Yeah. Michael Malley, Time Warner. Oh, do you remember the? Uh, do, do you, <clears throat> oh, here's a good one. Do you remember uh, the dude you're getting a Dell guy? Uh, wow. I wonder if he's on this list. <laughs> I, I wonder if he's still alive. Jillian Vigman. <laughs> she's in everything. Great question. The, she's multiple. Jack in the Box. She's like a mom. Uh, this woman. What's that? Oh, yeah. Jillian Bigman. She's yeah. in everything. You see, yeah. She, she's the wife She's the wife <clears throat> of Jack. Here's a great one. Isaiah <clears throat> Mustafa. Isaiah, I, Isaiah Mustafa? Oh, yeah. I, I, I met him and hung out with him with Harlan Williams starting, a couple times. Starting point guard for the Lakers? Podcast. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> no, Old Spice. Oh. The, the, the Fuck fucking yes. ripped black dude. Yes. Yeah. Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. my God. Yeah. I like. I've never seen you so happy. I, I, you have no idea how happy I am to get the Old Spice guy. First of all, that's he's my, cool as fuck. By first the way. of all, that's my brand. Secondly, is it really? Yeah, fuck yeah. I use Old Spice, and oh then every God. time, every time I put it on, it's just <laughs> every time. Oh, wait, you sing that to yourself? <laughs> Maybe. You don't know, dude. If we could shoot a fake Old Spice commercial, wait, he's not still doing it, is he? No, he's no. not. I mean, but because yeah. now they got Terry Crews, right? Well, yeah, just up, up, uh, updated their Terry Crews was guy. doing it for a while, and like Terry Crews had abs that would yell at him, like his abs would talk back to him or something. And, and then they did one commercial where they did like <clears throat> dueling. It was like I, it was Isaiah against that's right, ter, 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 Terry Crews. I just yeah, when you say he's a cool guy, that doesn't surprise me. Hell, his his whole thing is hello, ladies, how are you? Fantastic. Like, <laughs> come oh, on, here's two guys that probably have more money than fucking Oprah. Okay. T.J. Jagodowski. Okay. I don't know the and name. And Peter Gross. Still don't know the, the name. The pair have been working since 2004 mm -hmm. doing the Sonic commercials. Oh, those dudes. They are yeah. Chicago. Imp Fuck. Second City alum from Chicago. Uh, report net worth of around 300000 no, no, that's. I mean, that's, that's got to be. That's this is way a too low. From, I don't know when, but yeah, that's that. If they started in two thousand four, that's the report from two thousand five. And those are TV nationals, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, how how I would I would legit kill a person to have you to have you and me be be the new Sonic guys and just have that run for fucking ever. Oh my god, dude. What, how do we pitch that? That's <laughs> we, actually a fucking great idea. I mean, idea. we I mean, we make new Sonic commercials and then we send it like, "Hey, we're the kids of these guys." I You know what? I kind of look like the I kind of look like I could be the one guy's son and you could be the, and you could be the other guy. The like the the like you you you'll be the smart one son and I'll be the dumb one son. Yeah? Yeah. 
I told I would totally see that. Yeah, let's start pitching that. We'll shoot it. We'll send it. And while we're at it, uh, we'll shoot a Ferrari commercial because I've always wanted one of those. Uh, yeah. Maybe a boat commercial. And also, we you know my buddies at Pepsi, and we talked yeah. about you know all those commercial ideas we had for Mini Pepsi. And uh, I still have those Mini in my Pepsi. email. All those. What was the? What were this? I'm not going to say them because I don't want somebody to jack them. But we yeah. had some really good taglines. Yeah. Um, would... How about this guy, Jonathan Goldsmith, 76 years old. Okay. He's done commercials for Medic Alert. Oh, is he like your... But he's most known for. Yeah. He makes $2 million salary working with the beer company oh. and has a net worth of around $3 million. Come In on, the mid-1960s, Goldsmith moved to L.A. in order to become an actor. He's worked several odd jobs in order to make ends meet and is also known for his appearance in the 1976 movie The Shootist, which was <laughs> John Wayne's final project. Jonathan Goldsmith was also featured on television shows such as Murder, She Wrote, The Fall Guy, and The A-Team, But, which is why it makes him the most interesting man in the world. That dude. You know what? Fuck the new one. Fuck the new guy. That guy looks weird, I, dude. He looks like a PE coach that also, <laughs> that like got hired out of some like, you know, fucking um, community service program where they were like, yeah. look, like he's trying to get his life back together. They said putting him around activities and kids was going to like, you know, show him like how great life could be. Yeah. To me, he looks like Michael Phelps with Down syndrome. Yikes. That is it. <laughs> and... He's just, he's not the old dude. I don't trust that he's had the experience. That, and <laughs> I, I, and I think, I think it was Adam Carolla who said this, but, uh, uh, they had that one commercial where the guy kicks, like, he kicks a football through two, through two giraffes or something. That's one of the new most interesting man in the com- world commercials. Yeah. He kicks a football between two giraffes and then at the end of the commercial goes, drink responsibly. It's like, well, you just kicked the fucking football between two <laughs> giraffes. That's pretty much what's gonna happen when you drink when you drink that beer. You're 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 gonna go fucking nuts. They really also need to go a little further with those. Oh, absolutely. Like they're like he's like I mean, what are some of the things that happen in the commercial? It's like he he won he you know he they're almost like Chuck Norris ripoff jokes, you right? Know, where it's like he played you know Uno or he said Uno while he was holding five cards or something like and they let him get away with it right 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 um here uh he taught a bear how to be friends with a with a with a with a cat <laughs> fuck you're fired <laughs> he wants those, won, those he, pitch, those, by the way that's what those pitch rooms are like yeah now. it's he, guys being like he uh he he was the first guy to juggle with fire with his dick you know what i'm saying like people are yelling those out in the room he once parallel parked a train. He's on the upgrade list for flights he hasn't even checked into. His blood smells like cologne. He won the same Lifetime Achievement Award twice. <laughs> I like those. Um, yeah, that's great. What is there a commercial spokesman that you would love to... Like, you know, we've joked about Jamba Juice for me, and after my appearance on Fighter and the Kid, somebody tweeted at Jamba Juice, and they responded back. Oh my god! And they said like, "Why haven't you sponsored?" And they said, yeah. "We need to have him prove his love for it." Which was also like, "How many Twitter followers does he have?" Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm assuming. I mean, they pro- fifty thousand isn't enough. They probably want you to do that, like the thing that uh, uh, the uh, Wendy's Nuggets tweet guy did. Yeah, like, right. Like they they want you to be like, "Hey, if this gets forty million retweets, I'm the new spokesman for Jamba Juice." Oh yeah, or so, or something like that. We, but that's maybe we should though shoot a little Jamba Juice commercial for that. Like, sure. Yeah, but, uh, if it's funny, dude, and they see it, and they're like, hey, "Can we just air that?" Yeah, like, can we just air that? You yeah, know, man. yeah. Just have, just have <clears throat> me just have me drink a Jamba Juice and then turn into you. 
<laughs> oh my god you know what and then it's like yeah what boost did you get not yeah t- not telling you gotta go yeah jew boost jew boost <laughs> i got the jew boost and uh that's what i became which by the way if if there's not an accounting firm not an orange dream machine if there's not an accounting firm called jew boost then someone's failing at life yeah that that's amazing <laughs> Jew boost. Hey, but, but you know what I'm saying. Hey, I got. Hey, I, I got. I got a math test coming up. What do you need? Jew boost. Like <laughs> for the makers of Powerade and Muscle Milk. <laughs> what would be your two requirements if we if we got sponsored by Jamba Juice? Like, would you ask for like oh, free Jamba 100 Juice, hundred grand, and then free Jamba Juice for life? Yeah, it'd, I would it'd be like a little bit of a cash incentive, and then like yeah, I would need one of those uh, like in in Happy Gilmore when you got the free Subway for Life card. Yeah, I need that for Jamba Juice. Because, hell, I'm there all the time. It's I in, love it. I'd, I'd go out of my way to get it if I had that. It's in airports. Come it's on, everywhere. man. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's it really Jamba is. Juice. I mean, really, this has been the best commercial for Jamba Juice that, they, that they've ever had. Dude, how many more times do we need to say Jamba Juice? It's like... Right. Like, how many times have you seen a Jamba Juice commercial? I don't see Jamba Juice commercials. No. They don't have a spokesman. I think because they just assume, like, they're so ingrained in, uh, in our society that they don't need to do extra advertisements. But... Dude... Here, here's what you do. You have me drink a Jamba Juice, and then I beat Carl Anthony Towns in a game of horse. That's that, a great idea. That's what happens. That's a great idea. Because Jamba Juice gives me that kind of power. That's a great idea. Damn right. I mean, that's also like, that's going out on a limb and being like, you know, Jamba Juice gives you the strength and mobility to do crazy, you know, athletic feats. Right. Like the way Advil just did. I just posted this on my Instagram. Advil had a commercial where it was like, and I've said this before, like Advil makes a lot of bold claims about what they do for the body. And look, sure. they do help you with some aches and pains. Sure. But like they had a commercial once of a guy with one leg, right? That probably was blown off in an accident of some sort. But he yeah. had that metal rod leg yeah. running in a marathon. Actually, he was by himself up like a freeway on like there was like a beautiful view in the background. It was one of those like if you're driving up to Tahoe, you do a there's a really windy road, but there's always yeah. a beautiful view in the background. He's running up that hill. First of all, dangerous. Yeah. And one it's leg. like. And he's like running up and it like a bunch of different angles and in slow-mo and then it's like Advil giving you the strength to go on. And I'm like, hey man, if you've got a metal fucking rod leg, you know what? You also got to get into some therapy, maybe the support of some friends and family. Right. Just a couple little Advil didn't make yeah. you go, you know what? Time to run up that freeway. No, no, absolutely not. And, and then no. the new commercial, they showed a dude like juggling underwater and like another dude belly flopping into uh, a, a, like an open ice. Which, um, by the way, now you're sounding like a commercial for vodka because vodka makes you do the same shit. Yes, not Jug- Advil. Juggle underwater and belly <laughs> flop into ice water. Yeah, vodka does that, not fucking Advil. And I was just like, what's going to be Tylenol's response? Like, you know, showing two people <laughs> fucking in a hot tub being like, oh, it feels just as good as in a bed. Tylenol. <laughs> Ever fucked in a hot tub and thought, mm, I can't feel much. Tylenol. <laughs> That's what this is. I mean, you got it's you know, I Tylenol I think is Advil's direct competitor. Well, it's the BK to the McDonald's. Yeah, as long as we get away from the commercials that are making people cry. Th- that's what that's what's getting me yeah. mad right now. It's I'll take like inspiring over sad. Yeah, that's like that uh that uh Volkswagen commercial that has the old lady and and all the family and they're driving across because that was grandfather's last wish. No. And and they're driving across the country with the grandfather in an urn. The grandfather's in the urn, and the whole time the grandma's like, I wish he could be on the trip with us. And then no. the grandkids are like, he is on the trip, grandma. He's sitting right between us in the back seat. And then they like drive all the oh. way to the Pacific Ocean, and they let his ashes fly over. There. Like, 
Fuck you, Volkswagen. No, yeah, I, got... I don't like to feel things when I'm watching the NBA playoffs. No. No. Yeah, that's, that's, look, I, I, I mean, right. I would love to know the statistics on, yeah. on tugging to the heartstrings and how that translates yeah. into dollar signs. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what, that, that's what Pepsi tried to do. They tried to be like, yeah, Yo, you know, when you're protesting. Oh, yeah. Grab a Pepsi and a Kardashian. Yikes. That was, that I was mean, crazy. I mean, but you want, but you, you want, you want to know what has the best ads. Yeah. Hyundai, that fucking voiceover guy, Good. he's uh, they're killing it. He the told me, like, I can't remember when I last uh, remembered how much APR financing I, I could get on a car. You but, didn't realize how beautiful it could sound. Yeah, but that fucking Hyundai guy, <laughs> I mean, when I know that I can get 2.5% APR financing on a brand new Hyundai Sonata, that's like yeah. something I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm psh, Hyundai. You soak it up a little bit more. Absolutely. How often do you actually hear those? Quite often. Yeah. And uh, not, there's a SoCal Hyundai ones a lot. Yeah. And not not gonna lie, sometimes it's throw it's throwing me off because I I know your voice. Yeah, I I know it's you. So you think I'm in the room? Yeah, you're like, wait, what, Adam? What the fuck? <laughs> like one time I was walking. Now I'm gonna have to show up and just be on your patio and start saying them, <laughs> and then be like, shh, go to bed. It's the TV, <laughs> dude. One time I came home and my fiance was cooking, but that commercial was on, and because she was cooking, she had the TV really loud, and from the other side of the door. I heard your voice, and it was just like, Hyundai, it's the reason to buy now. Yeah. And like I just heard it's the reason to buy now, and I'm like, it, it, is Adam selling my fiance something right now? Is he like in there with like a like a door to door salesman? Oh is he is God, he like is so he funny. is he Willie Lomaning my fiance? Willie Loman reference. Who's Willie Loman? Death of the de- death of a salesman. Oh fuck. Yeah, that was a, that was a reference that like four people got. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, tweet me and let me know if you got the Willie. <laughs> Here, but here's the commercial I I don't want to see, and this this made me mad. This legit upset me this morning, yeah. and I it, it upset me so much. I tweeted twice about it. Uh, so Ken, the uh, Ken dolls. Yeah, there's a brand new line of Ken dolls. What? And one of them for who? Little boys? For uh, you know, boys, yeah, girls, whoever. Sure. Yeah, whoever wants a Ken doll. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. If you want to play with a Ken doll, if you want to play with something without Are a they dick. Straight or gay? That, that's great. Well, I mean, that's fine. Straight, gay. I oh, the Ken dolls. I, I don't know. I don't know? care. Have they come out with a gay Barbie? Ooh, like a lesbian Barbie? This fall. <laughs> from the producers of The Tick and the director of Big Brother comes an all new type of guy. <laughs> um, Barbie, I wanted to see if you were busy for dinner. Reservation for four at Katana, but um, hey, that's my restaurant, asshole. I love, I love Katana. <laughs> Speaking of assholes, this fall it's gay, it's Barbie, it's gay Barbie. Oh man, see, I don't think they could do that because the only way they 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 could make it like gay Barbie is if it was like over the top stereotypes, and then you this know would... they get in trouble for that. But yeah, but what? But, but what well, also Barbie. Yeah, it's yeah. like what is Barbie's view of gay? Like, do they right give do, the guy like do they do they give her like in, in design st- a gay Barbie basically? Yeah, in who st- wants to be the first guy to do that and be like, here's a prototype. He's, yeah, he's got he's really Ken's already in in shape. Right, so you got that. Yeah, and then instead of driving a Corvette, Barbie's driving a Subaru. You know, sure. like I don't know if you need that. Yeah, Ken. You know, Ken, I think could already be. You could already. All you have to do is say like, oh yeah, he's. He's into dicks now, you know? Well, and yeah. Then just sell, and then just sell it as that. Yeah, and I think that was the joke in uh, Toy Story is Ken was always, like, in all these different outfits and stuff. And, like, oh, yeah. remember that? And oh, everyone's wow. like, it's like, no, but I love Barbie. I I, I love Barbie. Like, and it's oh, like, okay, wow. okay, guy, you're fooling Pixar, nobody. yeah. Yeah, but, um, th- and these are real. 
And they had them on Good Morning America. They unveiled the new Ken dolls. Now, there's a couple of them that I'm like, hell yes. Good for you. They have they have an African-American Ken doll. They, uh, they, have, they, have, they have a couple of different versions of Ken dolls. But they have one that has a man bun. What? They have man bun Ken. Hippie, yoga, vegan, Whole Foods, working. Oh Ken? God, they have they have that fucker that's gonna tell you why. Oh, oh, uh, almond milk. That's so last week. Try cashew milk. Actually, actually, cucumber seeds are a lot more healthy than people think. But like, they usually just go for the seeds in whole wheat bread. But like, if you really look it up, like whole wheat bread is super bad for you. Oh my God, I hate this. Guy. I hate this. Excuse so much. me, I need to shake my man bun. <laughs> What do you mean they, shake it? Oh, I take it out of its home and then I shake it around, <laughs> let it breathe a little bit. They out have, of its home? You mean your fucking head? <laughs> hey, man. They have man bun Ken doll. Wow, that's What's like, next, dude. Oh my god! Like, why? Who's asking for that? Yeah, what? What girl is not playing with the Ken doll? Like, oh, I I like the Ken doll, but there's no man bun. Like. I made a joke that his that his accessory should be a yoga mat and an emotional support dog. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Please tell please tell me you're looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah. Man man bun Kendall. Oh my god, dude. Man bun Kendall. Man bun Kendall. Which first of all sounds like a gay porn. Oh god. Yeah. You know what he looks like? Josh Waldron, the comedian. Do you know who that is? No. Well, people might look him up now, but he looks exactly <laughs> like him. And now I'm going to have to tell him. I'm, I'm going to have to send him this picture, and he's now probably going to stop hat wearing a man bun. <laughs> I hope so. Or have a, a new couple minutes. Yeah. And like, right, well, not, and they've also got Black is... Ken. Yeah, and, that, and that's great. They basically great. got the cast of, um, of ABC's Making the Band <laughs> is now Barbie. <laughs> looks like That one looks like Casey and JoJo. Is there an Asian Barbie? Is there any? I, you know, look, there I love that there is a, a very diverse group. Yeah. Here. It's, but it does also look like, I don't know. Again, they look like they're all on Big Brother or Real World. It's like they're they're too perfect of like people. Like, yeah. can't we get plus size Barbie? Has that been discussed already? Is that? I think they've done like average Barbie. That's just oh, sort of they like. say that? Yeah. Or, or they say like just... average body type Barbie or. Oh, some, God, some... that sucks. Well, you can't say that if you're going to make it. Yeah. Like, yeah this yeah. is also a Barbie type. Right. Don't be like <laughs> a little bit less than Barbie. Yeah, Kendall, chunky Barbie. Yeah, see these. God, they're all like perfect. Oh, this is like what you would like the guys in Weird Science when they made when they created the hot woman. Like this is what they would make. Like they're yeah. two. One of them looks like Jason Derulo. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> this is like. First of all, oh wow! I say that, and then when I go to photos, it has the the doll next to Jason Derulo. That's weird. Okay, but yeah, like they have a uh, man bun Ken. They have this glasses Ken. I guess he's the Asian one. They have cool Ken with sunglasses. They have two different black Kens. They have a Justin Bieber looking Ken and then fucking man bun Ken. <laughs> man bun Ken. I don't know how I feel about that, man. This is where this is how the war starts <laughs> with ma- with fucking man bun Ken. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean. I don't know. Can I mean? How about you have a dwarf Ken? Huh? Where's my Where's my dwarf Ken doll? I don't feel like I'm represented. Dwarf Ken. Dwarf Ken doll. Yeah. You know, just dwarf Ken rolling around with a hot chick Barbie. Yeah. I love that. I mean, sure, you gotta get pedal extenders for the car. It's a new accessory, but Bring it. fuck it, I'll buy it. Dude, why? Also, I mean, look the uh, Barbie too. If they 
what people don't know, and I've talked about this in my act, is that like you can act all high and mighty with your new, you know, genres of Barbie. Sure. But guess what? You are still sold in 7-Elevens, so don't act like you're that fucking special. <laughs> I bought my niece a 7-Eleven Barbie, 7-11. which I've said on stage, like, it's just, I mean, you know. <laughs> a, because I wanted to see the look on her face, and B, because it was like bringing home a 7-Eleven Barbie and just like the faces of the Toys R Us Barbies being like, who the fuck is that? And she's like, what, you never seen implant scars before? Quit staring, just take a picture. Make sure to tag me on Instagram. That's at Implant Scar 69 Cigarette Butt. You got an ashtray? Fuck it, I'll put it out of my clit. That's the only way I can come anyway. <laughs> you guys got... Was that her coming or putting out the cigarette? Both. <laughs> I've been living at Kit Kats for 14 years. You guys got a futon I can, I can spread out on? By the way, I sleep naked. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I've got irritable bowel syndrome. There really should be a... Team America or South Park movie type movie with Barbies like a, an R-rated Barbie movie but oh, that would yeah. fuck up every kid forever oh yeah because my nieces still enjoy the Barbie cartoons and Barbie movies sure which you know the plots are so basic and simple like Barbie I mean it's really like no effort was put into it but like they yeah. just want to watch Barbie do an adventure it's like the Kardashians like <laughs> nothing is happening but you want to watch right yeah it, it, I, like they're... like let's see an R-rated like you know, yeah, this... Ken, Ken transitions. I don't know. Like <laughs> that Barbie's coming. Transitioning Ken to Barbie, Barbie. Ken to Barbie, Barbie. Ken to Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> oh my God, that's happening from yeah. the producers of. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I from mean... the producer of Gay Barbie comes Ken to Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> and well, I mean, Ken already already doesn't have a dick. That's actually a great way to break it down to kids, by the way. Yeah. Like, hey. You could actually do a lot of uh, good by using Barbie to explain that to kids. Like, yeah, if you just have like a sometimes Ken, PSA. Sometimes Ken wants to be Ken, and sometimes Ken wants to be Barbie. Yeah. And there's a way you can do that. Right. You, you, Follow these three steps, kids. <laughs> First, turns into a, a take PSA. a Sharpie, draw one line down the middle of Ken's uh, penisless crotch, and now, congratulations, it's a vagina. And <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing the voice like John Lovett. There is no first. Pe- <laughs> draw the line down. It's the, a vagina. Because that's the voice of it's all those like PSAs wonderful. from like the 70s. <laughs> first, take a line, draw down the penis. Now, vagina. <laughs> then get some scissors and cut off the head. I don't know how you do it. See, that's- see now this kind of stuff. I mean, because I'm getting married, and the logical. Next step after that is to have kids. Oh, God. I thought and, it was going to be a transition to a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Logical next step after that. <laughs> lesbian what, wedding. Give her what she wants. Let's do it. She likes girls. I'll become one. Why not? Uh, any, any, anything to make her happy. Yeah. Uh, happy wife. Happy life. She's maybe, gay. So am I. Maybe, All right. Let's maybe, go. Maybe that's what Meatloaf was singing about. <laughs> I would do anything for love. Would you transition to a woman if that's what I want? Because now I'm into ladies. But I won't do, do that. <laughs> And then they just cut that part out. Yeah. They, 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 they just, yeah. Yeah. We finally found out what what Meatloaf won't do for love. By the way, if you were curious if Obama was going to beat um, John, uh, not John Kerry, uh, Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. look at the, like, in any presidential race, you yeah. have to look at the musical acts that the candidate attra- attracts. Yeah. Obama had Jay-Z, Katy Perry, and fucking Timberlake. Mitt Romney had Meatloaf. Not just regular meatloaf, drunk meatloaf. Yeah. Butchering the words. Not to even God 80s bless meatloaf. America. Not even 80s meatloaf. Literally at one point he went, God bless America. 
What? Yeah, because he doesn't know the words. He's like, well, if I just hit my chest pretty hard and like start start mumbling some shit. Actual meatloaf could have sang it better. (laughs) An actual plate of hot steamy. Well, sure. If 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 you if you drop the meatloaf on a wet floor, it makes that nice little slap sound. So then you could do those at the right time, and you could and you could essentially have a performance like stomp. Yes. We can like put it together. From the producers of Stomp comes Meatloaf. Not that Meatloaf. This Meatloaf. Flat. I I also wanted to ask you about this one thing because this old transition. Speaking of transitioning. You put on your Instagram a clip that I love. It was the clip of Kesha. Trying to hug Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I don't. And then yeah. Seinfeld's like, no, no. And the catcher's like, no. Come on, I'm a big fan. Yeah, she's like, that's okay, that's fine. No, no hug for you. Yeah, which I love, dude. I love that. A that lot happened. of people were like, fuck that guy. Right, but dude, like, why? Break it down. And nobody said he goes. I don't know who that is. And somebody yeah. goes, that was Kesha. He goes, oh, all right, well, good luck to her. Yeah. <laughs> a, I love that because it's like it's a very Larry David. Yeah. Old. I don't even want to say Jewish, but just older, like an uh, an older human response. Where, yeah. but also very appropriate. Like it to me, I, that's on par with like, and it just happened last night uh, when I was uh, at the haha. Like somebody uh, doing a spot, somebody I was having a conversation. Somebody just came up and just beelined and like put their hand out for me to shake their hand. And like we've talked about this before, like what a pet peeve of mine that is. Where it's like, dude, read the room. Yeah, recognize that I'm in a conversation, and you're basically saying like. I know you want to get your hellos in, but like, maybe you don't get your hellos in, or you wait. You yeah, find a just time. Just wait. I'm not saying you have to sit in the corner and it's wait fine. until I'm not talking to anyone. But like, what makes you think that you're like more to just for me to stop and go, "Hey, what's up?" And sometimes people just go and then try to engage in a whole conversation, and you're like, right. "Oh, I guess that conversation's over that I was just having." Yeah. So I feel like it's similar to Jerry being like, "I don't know you." Yeah. Why am I just gonna hug you? Right. A hug is kind of a pretty intimate thing. Yeah. We throw around hugs pretty loosely. Yeah, and and also I don't know you. I don't know you. Hug I'm you. giving an interview. I'm talking to Mario Lopez. That was the other thing. Yeah, he was yeah, like having he was in a... the middle of an interview. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're just gonna hijack a Jerry Seinfeld interview to give him a hug? Yeah. She just was like, oh, this is my chance. And yeah. Like, and that's also her being like, oh, I'm somebody. So let me see if I can. Yeah. But I reposted that because it was amazing. A lot of people posted like, fuck that guy, and I was like, nah, man. No. Absolutely not. You know, re- respect the the mojo. Yeah, and 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 maybe ask later. First of all, explain who you are. Like, and they did. I think later. Yeah. And whenever, they still didn't give her a hug. I guess. Yeah. Whenever I see a comedian who I who I'm a fan of and I doesn't doesn't think knows me, I always lead with "Hi, my name is Brad. I'm a comic." Yeah. Just to let them know, like, hey, we're cool. Yeah. Like I know, like yep. I know the deal. Yep. And uh, that's and that's what I lead with. And I I, I think too many people right now especially are just into something because they're like, well, I want this to happen. Why isn't it happening? Yep. I said I wanted to hug, so you have to hug me. It's like, no, I don't. That's uh, I did a show this past weekend in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. I was doing shows at the West Palm Beach Improv, and a dude, I, I meet people after the show, and this dude walks up to me to take a photo, which I'm happy to do with people, and the, the person goes, three, two, one. On one, he turns and licks the side of my face. Just straight up, just like, just. What did you do? I shoved him off. Like, the fuck's your problem? He's huh. like, no, I just want a fun. It's like, warn me. Maybe you know, 
ask before you put a tongue Dude, that's a on very somebody? specific thing to do. Yeah. Licking a face. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's got like Instagram stories of him licking people where yeah. now he's going to be like, oh, I'm the guy that licks celebrities. Like, yeah, could be. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You could have just given me West Palm Beach Ebola. Yeah. Though, I mean, granted, it's a it, it's a little more Jewish Ebola, but it, it's yeah. fine. It's like- I, I don't want that. I don't want West Palm Beach Ebola. Yeah. Can you imagine if he licked an actual Jew? Like- <laughs> it probably would have just canceled out. <laughs> There's a little explosion ugh, in the middle. Ugh, yeah, just, just ugh, the ugh. Cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> and no diseases transferred. No yeah. germs. Yeah, that's that is that's an odd one too, because people have tried to pick you up. They've yeah. um you know, and you're usually very gracious with your like photo moments where you're like, Yeah, yeah I'll do a fun pose or right. or even I mean, I don't you know. Simulate doggy style, you want me to hump your leg? Sure. You want, you, I mean, hell, you, I got I got a video of of my Instagram and some guy asked me to punch him in the balls and First, I took yeah. a video of him saying, amazing. I'm not going to sue you when you punch me in the balls. Very smart. Yes. Very smart. Because I don't want to do that. And then all nope. of a sudden, he's like, I can't have kids because Brad Williams punched me in the dick. Fuck yeah. Which I'm like, that's what happens. Uh, that's, a, that's a way for birth control. Uh, dwarfs punch in the balls, and now, and now you can't have kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, when, it, when it comes to people's personal space. If they ask you, to, if they ask. can pick you up, do you say no? Yeah. No. No. Regardless. Because the thing is, they're like, well, I'm not going to drop you. It's like, yeah, you... No one Say says that. they're gonna drop me. Yeah. You don't do it on purpose. Yeah. You don't pick me up, take the photo, and then the, then then celebrate. You spike me. Like <laughs> you don't do the Gronk spike. Yeah. Uh. So no. Uh. Do not pick me up. Don't pick up any little person. Don't pick up any. Don't pick up any performer. Yeah. Uh, you know I because I know there's some. If you have the chance to meet Ariana Grande, like she's about an inch taller than me and yeah. about forty pounds less, you yeah. could probably curl her. But yep. don't. <laughs> Just don't do that. That's the next PSA we need. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so you met a celebrity. Just the next time you meet a celebrity, don't pick them up. They're they're people too. Na, 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 na. Oh, I was find it, trying to find it. Oh, really? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you had to get it out though. I wasn't gonna force you to do a three minute Ariana Grande <laughs> PSA. Exactly. What's that's that? not it. No, I that's... typed in the more you know on iTunes. That sounds like a... <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine if that was What's it? What's that? That's a pop band? I am Tony Danza. No, th- that's your celebrity. Oh, wait, more you know. This just says music theme, smooth jazz. Oh, that's weird. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we need one of those radio drop machines, more than anything. Um, speaking of Rob Gronkowski, uh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. When this comes out Thursday tonight, I will be, uh, doing the roast of big poppy at the house of blues in Boston. Um, big poppy, Red Sox legend, baseball legend. Yeah. David Ortiz, David Ortiz getting his Jersey retired on Friday at Fenway. I will be there for that. But Thursday at the house of blues, me, Bill Burr, Anthony Mackey, Rob Gronkowski, Dustin Pedroia, Sarah Tiana, Jonathan Coachman, Lenny Clark, all roasting big poppy. I'm doing it. Not as Adam Ray, but as Tony, not Tony Danza, as Tony, the diehard Yankees fan. And I'm flying out my friend Jen, who is the, did makeup on SNL through most of the. (laughs) That is just some of the sweetest, by the way, at some point in my marriage, when things are getting a little stale, I'm going to have that on cue ready. And I'm going to be like, after I come, I'm going to be like, Alexa, play come music. I'll go, no, here, I'll go. It'll be, you know, 10 years into the marriage. 
we'll be at a hotel. It'll be yeah, great marriage, hotel sex. And I'll come a little too fast. I'll go, babe, I'm sorry. I just I was a little drunk. That's what happens. Want to go play putt-putt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You came so hard. Well, I mean, I, I, I did. But next time, tickle the balls. <laughs> tickle the balls. I'll last longer. Anyway, but this roast. I'm doing it as a character. I'm flying yeah. out, Jen, to do uh, my makeup. Because I go, I was just going to be like a fratty New York guy. But I was like, that's still going to look like me. And who do you... What is going to give me the best opportunity to crush as as a character, you know? And like a fratty dude, you're already kind of a fratty New York dude that looks like me. Yeah, you are. People already sometimes see me and just go, "Fuck that guy," just because of my demeanor mm-hmm. and my my cool Seattle swagger. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they go, uh, you know, what I'm saying, but like there is a you know there's a look where and and I can come off you know. Um, uh, you know, fratty where people can go like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm well aware of that. And if you're doing that heightened as a New York guy for the roast and you're like, that to me was going to be very, uh, more difficult to deliver jokes because yeah. I was like, they're already going to hate me. But if I'm an older dude and I'm clearly like, I've got a, a great prosthetic nose and throat and wig and hair. Yeah. Then you're like an old man Yankee guy. And then it's funny because yeah. old people saying crash shit is always funny yeah always funny so i'm so glad i had that fucking aha moment and uh now i'm really pumped because my jokes um had a couple buddies help out and and uh their the head writer was like dude these are gonna crush and and now i feel like i can add you know me too it's like characters are what i do and it's like why wouldn't i go full character and get some and and really and i'm still gonna play with my voice i'm sure when i get all the makeup on i'll uh I'll figure it out, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking like you know, probably a little bit of a Danza. Actually, I should just do that because I can live it's in a that Danza. Yeah, because yeah. that you won't you won't slip in and out of that voice. Yeah, yeah, You'll, yeah. You just be like an older Danza. But some of these jokes, I mean, it's just like I think they'll really. I, I think I have more room to like add on things. And there's some there's some jokes that I have um, where I'm going to uh, that are a little racist. And then I give a shout out to Bill Burr for thanks for that joke, Billy. <laughs> good. Go, shout out to Bill Burr for that joke. They're good. And one of them is like, um, what was it? Wonder, where I mean, where can are people going to be able to watch? I this think they're going to air all? it on Nessun. Okay. Um, will they will, the, uh, will they air it online? I, what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. I bet they will. Yeah. Um, They'll do it at some point. Someone will make a YouTube video. I think they're going it. to for uh, for chari- charitable purposes. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right, let me read you a couple of my jokes. Okay. Okay. Yeah? Fire away. The, um, now now you're going to do the voice for it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry if I smell like booze. It's because I've been drinking since the 2004 ALCS. Ah, that was a shitty fucking day. But I got over it. I got hammered, threw up a few times, and then made some calls for some late-night anal. Basically, I thought, what would Pablo Sandoval do? Hey, there you go. Hey, I'm kidding. We all know that's Pedroia's thing. Hey, since we're on the topic of anal, Sarah Tiana's here. You know, Sarah answers the question, what would all the STDs sound like if they could talk? <laughs> you may recognize Sarah as the girl who brags about banging the bad boy. Sarah, you have the stage presence of an Al Pacino fart. <laughs> I just love that. Sarah used to work at the Four Seasons. Now she's lucky if anything she works on last one season. <laughs> Sarah Tiana, or as I like to call her, the side boob nobody wants to see. <laughs> are they supposed to stack on top of each other like that? That wasn't a statement. I was asking, are they supposed to stack on top? That's gross. Sarah's from Georgia and a big football fan. When she heard Anthony Mackie played the Falcon in Captain America, she thought, oh, sweet, another Falcon I can suck off. <laughs> Jesus. She loves sports. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you're getting paid for this, Sarah, but at least you'll make a lot more money from the gangbang after the show. That's what Sarah calls a grand slam. And Dustin, I brought a stack of phone books. Uh, let's see. Oh, stack of phone books so you can fuck her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and Gronk. See the Gronk. Now, when I saw the lineup, yeah, this is what I thought. I thought, is are you going to be able to talk to Rob Gronkowski as a Seahawks fan without being like, fuck you? I mean, yeah, man, because the jokes will take care of it. Rob Gronkowski is here, or as Rob Gronkowski says, me am Gronk. Gronk isn't just a nickname. It's also the sound he makes when someone asks him a tough question. Gronk often plays offense, so he doesn't have to tackle that much. In fact, the biggest opponent he's ever had to tackle was literacy. <laughs> Why don't you tackle a book, you big oafy fuck? Rob is the only guy who jerked off the two girls one cup. In his defense, it was, a, it was in celebration of correctly counting the number of girls in the video. One... Two. <laughs> you got you got a ring for playing in two games, you stupid fuck. That's the least deserved ring since I get, that's the least deserved ring since I got a ringworm from Sarah Tiana. There you go. Call uh, back. Which is the closest thing to a ring she's ever gonna get. You're more fragile than Tom Brady's hymen. Did you both suffer from Deflate Gate when you're sixty nine? People say Gronk has uh, people say Gronk had his worst season ever because uh, because of the Madden curse. But after the two thousand four socks, I didn't I don't believe in curses. So sorry, Rob. I guess that just means you're an injury prone dipshit whose career is almost over. <laughs> the NFL loves Rob. They actually tell their rookies to be more like him. You know, white. <laughs> hey, Dustin Pedroia is here. People say like Dustin's that. always dirty, and people say Pedroia smells bad. Okay, move. Uh, wait. Hey. Uh, Dustin, you play second base, but your natural position is dancing next to a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. <laughs> Every time Dustin hits a home run, a leprechaun gets his belt buckle. I like it. I Dustin like looks it. like Dustin looks like the father whose kids call him by his first name. Okay, kids, time for bed. Fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> if you know Dustin Pedroia, that's yeah. a perfect joke. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, great. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, um, oh, Dustin, you defend second base worse than Sarah Tiana after two Miller Lights. <laughs> That's yeah, a good one. Love it. Anyway, dude, be some good ones in there. Those are going to be awesome. Um, I uh, one thing I want to mention too. I, I I turned thirty five last week. Yeah, and uh, we've been getting a lot of asks for another Adam Drunk birthday podcast. Okay, I'd like to schedule that. Yes, couldn't couldn't be today. Right, because it's the middle of the afternoon. Right. Well, I mean, and I'm not an animal, and I have things to do. <laughs> well, sure. Um, but uh, but that needs to happen. But um, one thing I I got well, my nieces. I got a little beach house up in Seattle, and they came out. And one of them, I got bubbles for, and uh, and I purchased her a actually a aerial like Disney bubble blower from Disneyland. That sounds dirty. Yeah, but it was like a, a thing. It was like a, a, a like the rod, the the spear thing that like not getting not, any cleaner. Right, it was like that the wait. So you just want to grab the rod? Is the, what you're saying? That the dad holds. What's the what's the uh, dad's that's name? Still not helping. The dad. That's <laughs> his name, Ariel's so when, father. So so in the dad, the scepter. So when the dad grabs the rod, fuck you. It's a scepter. <laughs> That's what you're saying. It's a bubble blowing scepter. <laughs> Disney's scepter bubble. The trident. Blower. There it mean. is. Yeah. And of course, I worked at Disneyland. Oh That's why I noticed. God, shit. I love that about yeah, you, King Trident. Yeah, but you knew it before. Yeah, so so it's a trident that blows bubbles, right? Yeah. And I get it for, her and my niece goes. She goes, "How I go? I got you a, a, a trident bubble blower," and she goes. How many bubble machines do you think we need? And I go, hilarious question, and also very honest question. And then mm -hmm. I go, you're right. Like, you're not starting a business. You're not making money off this. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, they have, like, another little, the bubble wands that you can buy at, like, the grocery store, like, the little. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess, I don't know why I thought you wanted, like, more ways to make bubbles. 
but like you're also <laughs> fucking eight. So this is what you do right now. Like, right. I'm not going to buy you a gift certificate to Macy's. <laughs> I, you get bubble toys. Like that's you're in the range of like, yeah. And also, who doesn't love bubble toys? My my head goes to bubbles. You know, I still love bubble toys. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, hell, hell, there was a in in what in West Palm Beach. There was a guy that looked to be in his sixties or seventies, just bl- just blowing bubbles in a park. It was the most beautiful yet somehow depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. It was awesome. It's like ah, uh, his wife and him used to blow bubbles in this exact spot. Oh, so and then, sad. And then she either left or died, <laughs> or both. I'm not sure. Left then died. I don't know. Oh yeah. But yeah, but it, it's it's fucking bubbles. Enjoy. Um. Well, before we wrap up. How's the wedding planning going? Wedding planning's going good. It's going awesome. Uh, but uh, more importantly, and we'll definitely probably do a podcast from this place, and it'll be the only evidence that exists. But uh, more importantly, the uh, bachelor party planning is going well. Going to Lake Tahoe. Yes. Got a suite in a hotel. It's going to be you. It's going to be my uh, bunch of my groomsmen and shit. Hell yeah. I'm going to go out on a boat. We're going to, uh, apparently some female cops are going to come arrest us at some point. Oh, God. You know. Oh, God. Yeah, that might happen. Yeah, you know of the entertainment. Yeah, that's well, er- er- entertainment, no, they're just, they're just keeping the water safe, Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they're just keeping that's, the water that's safe. That's what I meant. Yep. Keeping our entertainment safe. Yes, absolutely. And uh, keeping people safe from us, keeping them, yeah, that, that whole thing. We're going at the best time to go to Tahoe, too. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be summer. Jet skiing. It's going to be great. Uh, there's gonna be gambling now. The, uh, the, your your job is to make sure I don't go like, well, I got this much saved up for the wedding, so I have this cash available no. all on black. Oh, guess what? I will <laughs> tackle my, me. Hey, guess tackle what? Tackle me. Guess what? I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> no promises. No, no, I got you. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll go all, all on black. You're like Brad. No. Oh wait, it's been red. I go Brad. Yeah, I go Brad. No, put on red. Yeah, put on red. It's been black like eight times in a row. Red do. Can you imagine if that happened? <laughs> oh what would Jasmine do? kill me? Kill me. Just is that kill is that grounds for a deal breaker? Uh, yeah. Probably close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not because of the foundation you've built, but also probably yeah. definitely yes. Yes. <laughs> if no, because that's a sign of what's to come. Yeah, it's like that the, I can do that. It's like your last. Because also, let's the, the bachelor party is a is a um, that's like rounding third base before you go to home. Like yeah, that's, you know, yeah. Uh yeah, it's sort of it's the last one step, step closer. Yeah, it's the last step one before step. B- before you go and then uh, you're two months take, away. Take the plunge. Yeah, where's she going for a bachelorette party? Uh, she's going to San Diego, cool. and uh, where I got uh, my brewery down there. She's gonna go there. She's got she's got her friends that uh, um I'm getting her the nicest suite in the hotel, and yeah. uh, <laughs> she's gonna go party around San Diego. So if uh, you see an Asian girl with a dwarf fetish wandering around San Diego, please someone hold her hair while she's puking. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go crazy. She's gonna go all out. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. She deserves it. Yeah, yeah. She's got. She's gonna put up with my ass. So yeah, uh, you gotta go all out. And also, like you, like I feel like, you know, I feel like we'll be carrying you at some point. Yes, that will be the only time when you're allowed to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I'm stumbling drunk, trying to get on a jet ski. That's when you're like, all right, Brad's had enough. And there's then- a, there's a chance if you are completely blacked out mm-hmm. that I am going to uh, bring. The dragon costume that I have purchased that my sisters bought for my three-year-old nephew. <laughs> Dress you up in it, put you on a jet ski, weekend at Bernie style. Sure. And take several videos. You know, if you don't do that, <laughs> you're not my friend. Let's, so let's make that answer. happen. Yeah. Uh, so, 
So yeah, well, uh, and I w- I would say sure, maybe bring the podcast stuff up there because that would be a nice place to. That could be cool. Yeah, yeah, the pod. We, maybe I, like a little thirty minute. Just maybe that's where we do the drunk podcast, the drunk uh, birthday slash wow. bachelor party During podcast. The entertainment. <laughs> What are you talking about? During the cops? No. When the cops come to keep things safe? Uh, no. <laughs> By the way, I love that they're going to be cops. <laughs> Who says they're going to be cops? Oh. I was just saying that as a cover. Oh. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.